What's up, my hungry friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Hungry for Success podcast. I'm your host, Michael Phelps. I don't know about you guys, but I have really been lacking motivation over the last week. My schedule's been all thrown off out of my normal routine where I go to the gym at a certain time and all this kind of stuff. But I am relying heavily on my discipline and trying to make sure that I do something every day. And usually when I do something every day, it turns into a decent workout or whatever. If you guys are going through the same struggles, just hit me up. If you need an accountability partner, whatever, message me on Instagram and we'll get that together. All right, so jumping right into the episode. On this episode of the Hungry for Success podcast, I talked to JC about losing over 200 pounds in 16 months. Mind-blowing, I know. Not only did he do that, he also took first place at a bodybuilding contest in the transformation class. And like a lot of people, JC's uh, you know health journey was sparked by a health scare um, that really opened his eyes to his health and wellness. And you know, when you got kids and stuff, you really have to take that to heart and realize you've got to make a change. Inspirational story. The guy's really trying to help a lot of people through sharing his story. He's trying to put out good content for you guys. Um, so make sure you check him out on all the social medias. Um, he drops them at the end of this episode. I'll also put them in the show notes. So if you guys want to help support the show, make sure you uh, give it a subscribe, share it on Instagram, tell your friends and family, whatever you do. Thank you for your support. And with that, here is JC. JC, what's happening, man? How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going very well. So I was excited to have you on today. Um, I started following you on Instagram and and reached out. And one of the things that really stood out to me about you is when I saw your pictures, man, you not only lost a bunch of weight, but you got jacked. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I uh, I uh, decided that I needed to you know lose weight. I went through a um, a scare with my cardiologist and um you know i said if i'm gonna do this let me do it you know the right way and uh, i got all the resources that i needed and decided to do a uh, a transformation competition okay. and that's what got me motivated to lift and yeah man I'm, I'm here today it went very well i'm going for my second one now uh thanksgiving weekend awesome well, before yeah. we get too far into that, I want to hear, uh, I want to give the audience a little bit of information about yourself, your weight loss journey, kind of where you started at, where you are now. Just let us, give us the whole rundown. All right. So my journey began February of 2019. So about 19 months ago, okay. um, I was weighing 431 pounds and from then to now, I've dropped a total of 210 pounds. And then obviously, I've put on some muscle. Um, I, like I said before, it was, um, did you want me to tell you how the whole story started? Or, yeah, or? yeah, just okay. give us the rundown. Okay, so basically, um, I had, you know, I couldn't walk, I couldn't tie my shoes. I would uh, basically shower every other day because it was, such a project to even shower. And um, I had a four-year-old son and I was on Facebook and I saw that there were 
two friends. I mean, two, they're not friends, friends, but you know, people that you see in the hallways in, in high school and things like that, you know who they were. And, and, you know, um, two of them just happened to pass, uh, died because they each got a heart attack and they were my age. And, you know, I, I saw that and I look at myself and I'm like, my God, if these guys that are in good shape, they had a heart attack, I mean, I'm going to die in the next three minutes, you know, at any moment I'm going to die. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't, I was very anxious. I was very scared. I wouldn't sleep. So I said, you know what, just for peace of mind, let me go to my cardiologist. Let me get, let me get my heart checked out. Let me see how I'm doing. Um, so I went to the cardiologist and he did all the tests. He did notice that my ankles were um, turning very purple. So the, the, the blood flow in the ankle area was really bad. And then every time I would just touch it, I mean, even a simple tap, it would, it would hurt like crazy. So he said, listen, that's problem with the, because of the obesity. But, you know, if, um, you know, if you keep up at the rate that you're going, you're dead in two years. And he's like, do you believe in God? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, if you pray, believe in God and pray to God, I'll probably give you three. But if you don't, you're done in two. I like that. And uh, I uh, freaked out. He's like, listen, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I'm not just doing this for you. Um, I'm doing this for your son. You messed up your life by eating how you chose to eat. Don't mess up that little boy's life. So I left there crying. And uh, I... I said, I had, I had to make a change. He, he told me to please, he gave me his cell phone number and he said that he wanted my wife to give him a call today after, after my wife got out of work, that she needed to talk to him. He needed to talk to him. And he actually, we called him and he told, she, you know, he told her, if you want him alive, you need to get the ball rolling. You need to help him and you guys got to start making a change. And that's, that's where it all started. Basically, that's the reason why I started to do what I needed to do. Yeah. Talk about a blunt conversation with your yes. doctor. That was yeah. very upfront. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but when you're faced with your own, you know, mortality like that, sometimes that's what you need to uh, spark a change. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, it, it sucks to hear, but that's what you need. A lot of people need to hear that. Listen, if you have that one more burger, you're going to have a heart attack. You're going to die or, or, you know, at least that's what I needed because I saw myself getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it just, the only happiness I would find was food. And it's like, you just, you just keep on eating and it's, it's a cycle that just never, ever ends, man. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad everything turned out the way that it turned out. And, um, I mean, thank God I'm here today. I, I added many more years of life. Uh, I can do the funny thing is I wanted to do all these things with my son and now that I can move and jump he's into the iPad so <laughs> he barely plays kind of kind of reverse roles in some way yeah way. Um, but one thing that you know you just said is like it's a cycle and it goes around and round and round and so many people get uh, caught up in that right they get in the cycle of of grinding every day at their work and with their kids and all this kind of stuff and they don't you know, they know they're getting bigger, but they don't realize the magnitude of it until someone like that doctor has that conversation or they get a health scare or, you know, something along those lines happen. And it's a wake up call. You know, it's same thing happened to me is like I knew like, you know, I'm overweight, but I can change it at any time. I'm overweight, but, you know, I'm strong and I'm athletic and these kind of things. 
but I had a very similar experience to you. A doctor was like, you might be 23, but you're not going to live very long at this rate, you know? So one thing I'm also interested in is how did you become 430 pounds? Like was that poor eating habits? Was that um, maybe you were coping with something? How did that happen? So uh, it's a question that I've, I've always been asked and, and I wish I had a, the perfect answer. Um, and, and unfortunately I don't, it's, it's the only thing that I can imagine. I, I was a preemie, so I was, I was born at six months. So, um, my mom always told me, you know, we had to inject a lot of hormones. There was a lot of medication, a lot of things that needed to, to be injected in order for me to survive because I was, was going to die. And, um, I remember looking at baby pictures and I'm, I'm six months, you know, old and I'm huge. I mean, this huge ball and it's, it's, it's <laughs> insane. No, no, seriously. I mean, it's funny, but it's the truth. I mean, it, it's like you see the pictures and you're like, there's no way in hell that this kid's six months old. And then of course, I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with, you know, Hispanic families and Hispanic cultures and in Hispanic families, you know, it's all about eating, eat more, eat more, eat more. It's, it's, that's just the lifestyle. The more you eat, the better it is. You know, if, if, if you don't serve a second plate, it, it wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of a culture thing. I'm not saying that um, that's the main reason to blame, but that's what kicked it off when I was young. And then, of course, you know, you're in school, fruit roll-ups and cereals and, and, and the junk and the donuts, the Krispy Kremes, the, you know, the, all those things just added up and, you know, it was an addiction, man. It was an addiction. It was an addiction. Um, I, I, we would wake up. We, my mom would make us uh, breakfast. Um, then we'd have lunch in school. Plus, then we'd get home. We'd have, we'd have lunch again when we got home. And then we would have like a snack in the afternoon. Then we'd have dinner, you know, and then maybe a cereal before going to bed. So that was like my, this was growing up, what I would have. And you know, with time, it was just like little by little, little by little. But when it mainly exploded was when my son was born. Um, when he was born was when I just, I wanted to be with him the whole time. I, I, you know, I'm a realtor, so I have a lot of flexibility on my schedule. So I, I basically pick the times I want to work. So I'd want to be with my son all day. So we're always home playing with him and eating and eating and eating. And in those four years is when I blew up. I got to 431. It was, it was bad, man. I couldn't even walk. Yeah. So you, uh, you touched on one thing there and that's the, you know, Hispanic culture, which I honestly know very little about, but just in general, it seems kind of like a, uh, the food would be very carb heavy. I mean, things like, uh, rice beans tortillas like all the things that i think of whenever i think of like hispanic food um yes. so have you ever had um trouble with like the over consumption of carbs or just like are you drawn to those type of foods so no now now because of everything that i went through i'm, I'm totally fine i'm a hundred percent i'm 99.9 percent .9 in control <laughs> uh, because there are moments there are moments um two days ago i I woke up at three in the morning and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm starving. And there was candies that were left over from Halloween 
Mm-hmm. And they were the little mini chocolates, but I downed like 10 of them. Yeah, it you happens. And, and it was like one after the other. And then I downed 10 and I'm like, oh, I messed it up. So then I had a little pack of uh, the mini packs of Chips Ahoy cookies. Mind you, I'm competing <laughs> on the 29th. I can't be doing these things. Yeah. You know, but it was, it was something that I just I, mentally, I, I, I needed to have something because it was just the diets are so strict. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that was my latest, like, but overall, um, you know, I'm not generally drawn to it. Um, I learned how to eat, you know, the vegetables and the proteins. And that's basically mainly what, what my diets consist of or consisted when I first started losing weight. The, the paleo, the more of the paleo lifestyle type of diet. Okay. So... I'm interested in, you said the food was an addiction, right? And now, and now you're saying, you know, you're very in control of your nutrition. And so just like with any addiction, that's obviously a hard thing to overcome. So are there things that you did to help you overcome that addiction? Definitely. The main thing I did was I went to YouTube and I really recommend this to everyone who's listening or watching this, this video. Um, I looked at a lot of protein snacks. So for example, I learned how to do protein pancakes. I learned how to do protein popsicles, protein, um, you know, homemade protein bars. Uh, everything that involves pro- protein ice cream was my favorite. So those, those things, I would use that as a cheat, but in reality, it was like just having a protein shake. Mm-hmm. I just got a little creative with put a little bit more ice or maybe put some a sweetener and made it into an ice cream or I got the powder, put some baking, baking powder and I did pancakes. So usually when I, when I wanted to, I had, I had that recipes, I'd have it and I was already calm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, yes, that was, those were the things that helped me definitely survive so many months of dieting. Cause it was 19 months of dieting. Wow. So mentally, 19 months of dieting has to be really hard to get through. It is. (laughs) It is. Um, But I I tell, like I told everybody, you need to find your why and you need to use that as fuel. Um, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's the reality. Um, You, I would literally like, I would do it for my son. He was my motivation. And my, as soon as I knew that I wanted to do that competition, I would go on the treadmill or I would lift weights and I'd close my eyes and I'd have moments that I would see myself on stage getting awarded um, you know, a medal or a trophy and I would start crying because it, it's all mental, man. It's all mental. Or, or I would be doing my, my reps and when I couldn't anymore... I, I, this is embarrassing, but I would say champion, champion. And after every, every time I would bring down the weight, I'm like champion, champion, champion. And it's like a brainwash. And I, if, if I needed to do three, that motivated me to do 10 more. So, you know, I did those things and it just took me to another level. You know what I mean? And, and I constantly think of my son and how he would feel if his dad you know, gave him a trophy for winning a bodybuilding competition after being so, you know, fat, so obese, you know? Um, so 
I, I recommend that to everybody. Find, find the reason why you do it. Use that as fuel every single time. Because I'm telling you, you're going to get to that seventh day and you're going to be like, I can't take this anymore. I can't take it. Because the reality is dieting sucks, man. <laughs> like it sucks. <laughs> it does. But if you stick to it, if you stick to it and you find those little, those little snacks, those little tricks, you know, I'd get those little quest bars, the, the most healthiest ones that I can find. You know, and I have that, I have half of one to just kind of take away that, that crazy anxiety of eating something. As long as you can do that, you're going to keep on going. And I'm telling you, once you see those results, you're going to put on that shirt. You're going to take off that shirt. You're going to see yourself in the mirror. You're going to be like, oh my God, like this was so worth it. And then at the end now, I'm like, there's no pizza. There's no buffet. There's no sushi that's going to make up for it how I feel right now. I mean, I feel awesome. I feel amazing. I mean, just with my Instagram, I'm, people can't, I'm, I'm say, I can honestly say it, I'm saving people's lives, man. You know, I'm motivating so many people and I love it. I love it. You know, like I don't want to do real estate anymore. If I could be a, a motivator, that's what I would want to be for the rest of my life. <laughs> and all because of fitness, all because of this weight loss thing. Yeah. So you had kind of two of the things that I think a lot of people use as motivation and become very successful. So one is you have this like life changing experience with your doctor and two, you have a kid that you want to be a good role model for and that you want to be around for. Right. And that those two things kind of combine to become your why. And over the last couple episodes, we've talked a lot about discipline. I had some really good guys on here that talked about discipline and consistency and you know what they come back to is like, well, you have to have goals and you do have to have those goals, but you have to have that why because motivation is kind of fleeting, right? It's, it's hard to keep up with, but that day that you're laying on the couch and don't want to go to the gym for the fifth day in a row, you know, thinking about your kid and thinking about being there long term, um, thinking about being around for them is what's going to get you, keep getting you off that couch, keep getting you to the gym, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, it, it, it's funny how now my life is, I can't wait to go to the gym. I can't wait to do cardio. <laughs> it was, it's like it's something that I would never imagine me saying. And people are going to hear me be like, yeah, right. You're just saying it. No, it's the truth. Like I sometimes can't sleep because I'm excited of the workout that I'm going to have the following day. Cause I want to see myself in the mirror to see if my, if my abs look better or my bicep looks bigger. Like it's like, it's a, it's in a, you start, I got addicted to something else that's actually good for me, Yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's all going to be on your motivation because this is all a mind game, bodybuilding, uh, fitness. This is all mental. It's all mental. It, it's, it's the food, the, the, that desire when you can't do any more reps, when you, you know, when you're tired, you, you just got to find that something and you'll see you're, you're going to do 10 more reps. You're going to do 20 more minutes on the machine. It's all mental. So I, I really, you know, I tell people the most important thing is find your why and be consistent because this is something that's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time, but I'm telling you when you get it, when you achieve it, you're going to feel it's the best feeling in the world. I mean, think about it. 
being putting your body to look in the best shapes possible i think it's 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 the hardest thing a human being can do you know mm-hmm. because you know food it's like when you're obese it's like a drug and, and like for example if, if an alcoholic can stop drinking you know yeah it's not as easy but they can stop drinking an obese person you can't stop eating you know you have to eat you know what i'm saying yeah. so learning to control that is for me was 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 super hard super hard so yeah man i mean so i kind of want to play devil's advocate here for a second like look at the other side of things right so yeah it sounds like from your story you kind of went at it really hard and kind of went straight all the way from being obese to essentially to the bodybuilding stage right and so that is even more intense than just a normal person losing weight and you know in right now you're seeing all this kind of like weight just fall off and you're you're getting jacked and you're having abs Um, but eventually you know there's going to come to a point where you're doing maintenance and trying to grow and stuff like that and I can tell you from my personal journey, like the highs aren't as high and the lows can be lower because you don't see that number move. Sometimes you wanted to see it stay the same or go up. So do you worry that you've been so intense and that your goals have been so big that it would be easy for that addiction to come back once you kind of like come off the high? I have worried a lot. I have. My wife has worried a lot too. Um, But what I can say is the good thing that happened to me is in the middle of this journey, I had a moment where I said, you know what? I want to have some granola bars. So I started eating a granola bar. I'd eat another one. I'd end up eating a whole bunch of them <laughs> in one day. It escalated so, quickly. Oh, yeah. So mind you, I had lost already a hundred and something pounds. So anybody that says, all right, I lost 150 or whatever. They're like, okay, cool. Let me take a little break or, or I'm good with me is once, once that happened, um, I noticed that I quickly gained 13 or 14 pounds, just eating uh, little goldfish snacks and granola bars. Okay. And this isn't a matter of 10 days, two weeks. So right there, that was kind of like that wake-up call that says, hey, um, okay, all good. You lost 100 and something pounds, but look how quickly you can gain it if you don't make that change. So that's what made me realize, okay, no, hold on, time out. Let me, let's work this a different way. That's where the whole recipes and all these protein snacks that I would find, that's where that came to play. And that's what kept on and pushed me next to the next level in the sense of getting over the 200 mark of, of losing, of losing weight. So, um, and then obviously as I got closer to the show, just the simple motivation that, Oh my God, I'm going to be in a bodybuilding show or a transformation show. You're not going to want to eat anything that's fattening because you're, you're right there. You're like about to cross that finish line and that, you know, little by little, as you change, it just motivates you to more, 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 more to actually achieve your goal. But, um, yeah, that, that's what happened with me. And that's what really, you know, I did gain those 14 pounds eating crap, you know. And, but luckily, I was able to stop it, correct it, and keep on going. Yeah, I've had I've had the same like types of struggles of um, I definitely overeat a lot of carbs. So, um, 
I still eat carbs, but I do things of like those, like the goldfish snacks, for example, like, you know, if I had one of those tubs of goldfish, like it might last a day or two because once I start, I just don't stop, you know, I kind of get, and then just going. And then like, uh, I have like kind of an addicting personality where it's like, Oh, I'm going to have this one day. And then I start having it every single day. I just get in like a routine. So, you know, kind of a way that I've done that is like to still allow myself to do that is either like a, by single served packs and just say like, I'm going to have this 100 calorie pack per day. Or I, if I buy it, I buy it with the intention of like, I bought a pint of ice cream and I'm going to sit down and eat the whole thing in one sitting and I'm going to count that in my calories. And I'm just going to give it to me. And, you know, it's, but if I would have brought in a whole gallon, then it might be four days of eating a pint straight. So it's all about knowing yourself, man. And, and what you're saying and that kind of epiphany that you had there and that, that realization that you had, um, that's kind of what it takes to maintain because once you hit your maintenance weight and, that number starts going down, you kind of lose some of that adrenaline rush. You lose a little bit of that motivation. I, I was actually talking to my trainer about that today because my my first competition was um, exactly exactly a month ago. It was in Atlanta, and um, it went super good. I qualified to go to world to compete in the world competition, and um, I had the most weight loss than anybody that was there, and. I'm doing the one in Miami because I live in Miami. So I said, you know what? Let me do one here. It's, it's six weeks later. And it's funny that, you know, I'm, I'm motivated to do the one in Miami, but I'm not as motivated as when I was doing the first one, which was the, the one in Atlanta. Yep. And, but little by little, I, you know, I see the change. I have to see the pictures where you see the, you, you got to go back to the pictures and it reminds you, okay, look what I've done. This is how much I've gained. I have this more muscle. I have this less fat. And, and it just, you got to find motivations. You got to get to know yourself, like you're saying, and, and just get motivated and, you know, just try to keep on going. But um, it, it is hard. I, I tried also doing those, uh, the single pack snacks that you were talking about. That didn't work because at least for me, then I'd have the whole single packs. <laughs> <laughs> just have the whole box instead of a single pack. Yeah, man, it was, it was bad. So I said, I was the type that I said, okay, um, let me just not buy them at all. Mind you, this was my mentality because I have a show. Okay. Yeah. So things have to be a whole lot stricter, but my goal is once, uh, once November 30th comes, my, my plan is to maintain, you know, eating five meals a day, you know, the breakfast, lunch, dinner, two shakes and, you know, a shake in between something that's manageable. Yeah. Right. And um, I, I want to go back to eating the paleo lifestyle. It's, it's, I like it. It's very little carbs, but you still get some carbs, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of veggies, high protein, and it's something that's sustainable. Um, and then obviously, I, once you have your body that you can see your abs, like after the show, because you want to pig out the next two days, yeah. <laughs> they're gone the next day <laughs> like they're gone after so much hard work so when i look at my abs i'm like where are my abs <laughs> they're gone <laughs> so there i'm like oh no, no 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 this is not gonna happen so that was another like okay no more cheating after the show you have one meal not cheat days you have a cheat meal and then you continue your healthy routine so for me i guess crashing you know, has made me realize, okay, 
hold on, time out, let's, let's rewind for a second. If this didn't work, let's go this route. Like I always found something that stopped me, found a way around it, went to the next one, went to the next yeah. and kept on going. So, I mean, that's perseverance, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not going to go back to how I was. It's not going to happen. I suffered way too much, man. Suffered yeah. way too much. It's funny, like the self-image thing, because it's like, you know, oh, I look good one day. And then you go and you have like maybe a day or two days of bad eating. And you're like, oh, I'm fat again. Like it just happens. <laughs> like you just like wake up one morning, you're bloated and stuff. You're like, oh, my God, I'm fat all over it. I'm, hey, your mind and your body plays tricks on you, man. The body is very ungrateful, man. <laughs> yeah, I've literally had times where, you know, in my head, it's almost like I, I look at myself and it's like, man, in the mirror. And it's like, I haven't really changed that much in the last 130 pounds. And then I look at a picture and it's like, holy shit, I'm two different people, you know. But it's weird, like the the tricks that your mind can constantly play on you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like I told you, you got to look at that picture. You need to look at that. You have that. That's that constant reminder of, wow, this is what I did. I mean, I was down 150 pounds and I'm like, I'm still fat. <laughs> I'm still fat. And people would look at me like, are you crazy? Are you insane? I mean, now it's like, do my arms look big? And Do my arms look big? And I asked my wife and she's like, your arms are huge. <laughs> what are you worried about? Like your mind is, it's, it's, it's insane how it can help you and how it can derail you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like anything else. Like you see somebody or something every day and you don't realize the change that it's made, you know, like I see myself, my arms every single day. So when they get a tiny bit, tiny bit, tiny bit, tiny bit bigger, I don't realize that, you know, cause I'm seeing them every day as opposed to you see somebody in a month and they're like, Oh shit, you, you look so different. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how it is, man. I, you got to definitely carry those pictures and, and the, the, the weekly, the biweekly check-ins, those pictures also help a lot when you feel that, when you feel down that you're not really changing, putting that side to side picture, even of what you were a week ago. I mean, there were, there were weeks that if you saw my change in eight days, it was, it was amazing, but you just have to have that visual because you, you, you can't really tell yourself. You, you won't tell yourself. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. So, um, what made you, um, actually decide to, you know, go so drastically, like all the way to a bodybuilding competition? Like what, what was it about the competition that kind of drew you to it? So the, the, the main thing was, um, because I suffered so much, um, okay. So when I started, I said, okay, I, I, I'm not a super religious person, but I believe in God. And, and I, I, I would pray a lot because I would cry a lot at night when I was in bed. And I said, you know, God, if you give me the power to do this or give me that, you know, that, that, yeah, the, the force to keep on going, I will help anyone and anything that, that needs help with regards to obesity. And, and, it, and it was, I was reaching my goals. I, people would reach out to me and they would write to me. They're like, hey, I saw your social media. It's amazing how you drop weight. How did you do it? You know, I, I can't walk. I can't get, I don't fit on the bike at the gym. So my goal was always to help those people that, 
were really, really obese. I mean, the real heavy people that couldn't tie the shoes or, the, and spe, or especially like the teenagers, the teenage boys that, that are chubby or fat that, you know, that never had a girlfriend because they're afraid that no one's going to talk to them or that they're going to laugh at them. Those are the two major people that I, I wanted to make an impact with. And I did it. I went from one end to the other because I wanted to prove to that young kid, to that, you know, obese person to say, look, there's a solution. You can go from almost 500 pounds to being on the stage, you know, semi-ripped. I wasn't, I didn't have a six pack because the skin that was left over didn't let me have it. But I had my four abs were completely out, you know. And, you know, I just, that needed to be the motivation. That needed to be the proof that, hey, this guy's for real. This can happen. And it's happening because I, I have people from everywhere in the world writing to me. I had a gentleman, a, a young kid, he's 20 years old, 400 pounds. He wrote to me three days ago. He's like, hey, I'm afraid to die. You are my hero. How did you do it? Please help me. I'm begging you. I almost started crying. I almost started crying because I feel his pain. I don't call anyone on my phone. I had to video him. I had to get in and talk to him. You know, I had to get him out of that hole. And so, you know, what I wanted to do, I, I made it happen. And now I want people to, you know, feel and know that there's always a solution, whether it's weight loss surgery, whether it's a psychologist, a doctor, a trainer, anything, there's, there's a way out. You know, you, they're, you're worth gold, no matter how much you weigh, no matter how much you feel. You know, you're special no matter what. You just, you know, you need that help, that extra push to get out. I want to be that person to get you out of where you're at. And that's what I always wanted to do. And that's what I'm doing. And I have my Instagram. I have a YouTube channel. I put all my workouts there. I don't charge a dime. I'm not ever going to charge a dime. I don't care. I wanted to be there to help the people who need, who don't have money for a trainer. There's me and my trainer doing all my workouts, how many sets, how many reps, so you could just copy it, do it, move on with your life. You know? And yeah, you're getting obesity. full transparency there. That's it. That's it. I, period. No, there's no money to charge. I don't, I'm not sponsored by anyone. I don't promote anything. The products that I put are the products that I use that help me. And I just, I want to be that guy that, that helped save lives, man. That's, that's the goal of what I want to do now. I want to motivate and help. Yeah. Uh, the best way to help make change is definitely by being the example that you want to set, right? Being the example that you uh, want people to take away. Yeah. And that's 100%. not just in the fitness and weight loss. That is in, um, you know, everything, right? Like if, you know, we want the world to be a better place and we just are better people. And by setting that example, others will, um, follow along. And yeah. so I think like what you, what you've done is definitely going to help, um, inspire some people and motivate. And I like it that you're taking the other, uh, approach in, um, educating people like so i went on and watched some of your youtubes of uh you know you doing like a an arm day and you know leg day and all this kind of <laughs> stuff and a lot of people that i talked to who might be four or five hundred pounds one of the things is they've never been to the gym they don't know right. where to start 
And, you know, I luckily for me and my experience, I knew how to start in the gym, but I didn't know how to start with nutrition. I had no clue. So like pages like yours, you know, like your YouTube or whatever, or your Instagram, that is exactly how I got to where I am today because, you know, I learned about keto. I learned about paleo. I learned about all these things from YouTube and podcasts and Instagram. And that's what, cause I, I was in college. I couldn't afford to go buy a trainer. You know, I couldn't afford a nutritionist. So, you know, the content that you're making is meaningful and it, you know, it helps people like me every day, that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think it's really good that you've went that route and you know, that you did set such a, such a lofty goal for yourself that was mutually beneficial for you and for other people. I think it's awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that it's actually working out that people are actually, you know, following and, and just the other day, bodybuilding.com contacted me. That's huge, man. Like I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. 450 pound guy. And now I have bodybuilding.com wanting to write and doing a, a video about me. I mean, that's amazing. And it's like, it's, I just, I can't wait till like it gets to a point where, you know, I, I just, I don't even know how to explain it, man. Just the fact that that, that Gilbert is the name of the gentleman, that 400 pound 20 year old called me. It's like, shit, this was worth it. It was worth it. Like, I gave him a diet. I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that, but I gave him tips on what I did, you know, just the regular stuff. And he started, he's happy and he's motivated. And it's like, man, can you imagine changing so many people, like having something that can just help everyone? I mean, it's, I just wish one day I can meet like a, I don't know, a big company that can help spread the message even more, you know, but it's, yeah. it's, it's hard. I don't, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not one of these uh, gurus, influencers, or anything like that. But everybody's got to start somewhere, man. And you, you know, you started it. You got your Instagram. You're on a podcast. You got, you know, you got YouTube. Bodybuilding.com is already um, noticed you. So you're obviously well on your way. But you know, one thing, another thing that I want to talk about that you kind of brought up was you know, the extra skin, like a lot of people, I, you know, I joined a bunch of face group book groups and stuff whenever I started this to get a feel of like what kind of questions people had and what would help them the most. And one of the things that I'm absolutely astonished by is how many people will not start their weight loss journey because they're scared to have extra skin. And like, I see that comment all the time. Like, I don't want to have extra skin. I'm scared. I'm going to have extra skin. I don't want to start. So would you have rather have, it's not extra skin, it's already on your body. It's just filled up with fat. Like, so you would rather have that and like take the chance of dying. But so I guess what I'm getting at with this question, you obviously had to become okay with the extra skin of having it to lose the weight, but then also okay with showing it because you didn't walk on that bodybuilding stage with a long sleeve sweatshirt on, right? Like (laughs) you a little less clothes than that. So mentally you had to be prepared for that. Um, so the, the, the loose skin really was never a, uh, it was never a problem for me in reality. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I did, I did see a plastic surgeon today and I did see another one a couple of weeks ago because I want to pursue this career, like this whole bodybuilding fitness, uh, male muscle model type of, uh, um, 
lifestyle. And I, I, like, since I qualified to compete in Worlds, I said, you know what, people that compete are going to have their tummy tucks and, you know, I want to win. I want to win. If you win, you come out in, I come out in a magazine. And if my, the more I can get my story out there, the more I can motivate, the more we can change. So my, those are my goals. And because of those competitions is why I'm going to do it. But me personally, as JC, JC, do I need to do the skin removal surgery? No, I don't. Um, I'm, I'm, I feel very comfortable in it. it. It's not as bad as, you know, you imagine. If you start looking online is when people start freaking out because you start seeing the worst of everything when you Google things, you know. And it, it's, it's not a big deal. And people respect when they see that loose skin. People actually say, hey, those are, those are the, what do they call it, the battle scars of, of, of your journey. That's who you were. That's the hard that you worked. And, you know, I don't think anyone should really worry about it. It's a whole lot worse to not do anything and stay, and stay obese because I'm telling you, it's the older you get, you're, you're, it sounds rude, but you're going to die. You're going to die. I mean, it's just going to happen. The body can't take all that weight. You can't take it, you know? So I would rather have the, the hanging skin and then, then be obese. It's the truth. It's, I, that's my personal opinion. I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings, but that's, that's, that's the truth, I would, man. It's, I 100% agree with you. But, you know, I'm probably not on the same level of comfortability with it as you are. You know, like you said, like it, it doesn't bother you. And I've been pretty open about it on the show, but it definitely bothers me. And, you know, it's not like I even have like extreme, um, extreme extra skin, but like, you know, I've pursued like not necessarily bodybuilding. I'm not going to get on the stage, but like I've really worked hard, um, lifting and, you know, like I really, really focus on, on building the best like body and physique that I can. And then whenever I look in the mirror and I have like the extra skin on my stomach and, you know, a little bit on my arms and the inside of my legs. And it's like my, sometimes, you know, it's, I think in my mind when I look at that, it's like my body does not reflect the work that I put in, you know, like if I didn't have this extra skin, I would probably, you know, I probably would have a, a four pack or six pack or whatever. And I, you know, I would look like some of these people that you see on Instagram or whatever, but then in the same breath, like I do, you know, I'm not like blind to the fact that my body does represent the work that I put in because it used to be 350 pounds. And now it is this, you know, like now I got veins in my biceps and I got this, you know, I got all these things. So, you know, like I see it, both ways but i'm torn because like i am a person that always like wants to be better be better be better like one wants to push myself and then when i don't see that reward it's frustrating i i listen you nailed it perfectly because i i feel the same way too and especially me in the sense that you know i went all out like i went where i didn't have water the day of the competition or the day before a competition so you can get extremely tight so you can you know the whole depleting yeah. thing that bodybuilders do like i went to those extremes that many people don't do and i didn't get that the result that a normal person would would normally get but you know what it, it's something like it is what it is you got to suck it up 
you got yourself to 431 pounds mm-hmm. and there's something going to be left over. So you, you got to either learn to live with it or get it off uh, because you, you can't let that stop you from continuing what you want to do. I mean, you probably, I, I don't know what your goal is, but I'm pretty sure you have a, a goal that you want to get to and you can't let that, when you go to the mirror, when you go like this and you feel this, you see this here, you can't let that bring you down. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you got to get motivated. You got to get motivated. And if you don't like it, my man, like I said, there's a way out of everything. Get surgery, <laughs> get it taken off. I know it sounds easier said than done, but it's the truth. You can't let that block you. That's the same block that had me at 431. Because I thought that I was so heavy, I wouldn't want to get off the sofa. I couldn't get off the bed. I wouldn't take a shower. Those things limit you. Those things hold you back. And you just got to let that go. You got to free it, get it out of your life, and just move forward and find the solution. Because, I mean, I mean, I can show you my skin and... and for me, that's nothing compared to what I looked like when I was 431 pounds. You know, I'd rather have hanging skin than be laughed at because I couldn't fit in a roller coaster at Disney World. I got kicked out of roller coasters every single time I went to Disney. I couldn't go with my son on the Dumbo ride because it wouldn't close. You know, I couldn't go to any restaurant because I wouldn't fit on a booth. So if, 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 if I was that person, put that into perspective. Like, okay, what do you prefer? The saggy skin under your shirt that no one's going to see, or maybe you're going to see that maybe that one time or those few times that you go to the beach, if you even have a beach where you live, or that daily suffering of, I can't get into my car, I can't go to any restaurant, I have to go to a restaurant that only has chairs that you can pull out and be able to sit down, Um, not buying two airplane tickets, you know, do you know how it felt to ask for an extender? Compare the feeling when you ask for a seatbelt extender to the feeling that you no longer have to use a seatbelt extender. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Hey, every time, <laughs> every time I see that comment on Facebook, I'm tagging you in it, man. I'd be like, go ask this guy if you should get extra or if you should uh, chase this journey and have extra skin. He'll let you know. It's the truth, man. Like, it's going to suck being fat or extra skin, but which one is, which one is the, the least <laughs> of both? You know, just pick the loose, the loose skin. I mean, that's how I saw it. That's how I suffered. You know, yeah, when I put my, um, I don't know if I'm rambling here, but I got to tell you this because it's my, it's my problem every day. When I put those belts to protect your back, the, the lifting belts. Yeah, yeah. When I grip it really hard. Oh, it gets pinched in there. The top part of my skin overlaps the top. And I look at it every single time and I say to myself, this is disgusting. This is horrible. And, and I feel what, exactly what you said, that all the hard work that you're putting in, you're not getting the results that you're getting because that is blocking whatever it is that, that, you know, that, you, um, that you're trying to get to. So, so I get what you're saying. I know how it feels. But then you know what? <laughs> I do my reps as fast as I can yeah. and I take it off so I don't see it anymore. <laughs> but, you know, it's always about finding, finding the good side of, of everything. But if you're listening to this, you're better off dieting and having loose skin. You know, it's like the same people that say, oh, I don't want to lift too much weight because I'm going to get too bulky. 
Do you know how hard it is to gain muscle? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how hard it is to get bulky? <laughs> it's so hard to do. It's like you got to work out hard and you got to eat a lot. So it's like even if you lift weights, you're not going to get super muscular just by lifting some extra weights, you know? So I don't know. That's just the way I think of it. But uh, definitely I choose the skin over, over the obesity a hundred percent, a million percent. I'm right there with you, brother. So <laughs> one thing that I am curious about, you're on this, you know, uh, or going to be slash are on this like paleo type diet. How different does that diet look compared to what you were eating at your heaviest? Oh my God. <laughs> at my heaviest? Oh my God. Totally, totally different. Um, at my heaviest, it was fast food, Chinese food. Um, you know, there was no limit. It just anything I wanted at whatever time of the day, it, it didn't matter. And now um, I'm eating because of the competition. I'm, 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 I, I have carbohydrates. The main carbs are sweet potatoes and jasmine rice, not even brown rice. I actually have white jasmine rice. And um, I'm eating those carbs. And it's funny because I'm eating the carbs and I'm still losing weight. I'm gaining muscle. I'm losing weight. I'm eating those carbs. And it's, great you know um but with time you you get adapted to eating clean and it comes to a point where you know you go and you have that burger or those fries and you're like you know what man i just want to have a salad you yeah. know things that you would never never imagine saying you know like when i competed i had the day of the the day of the show they do what's called carb loading. I, I didn't know this. So what you do is they, before you go on stage or that morning or the day before you have a, foods with a lot of, a lot of carbs, a lot of sugars. So you can put, you know, the, for the glycogen in your muscle and your muscle can grow. I had to eat so much junk yeah. that, that normally everyone water. asked me. Yeah. When we, I mean, the water was like a little sip like that, like mm -hmm. just enough to breathe. <laughs> and people ask you, oh, what are you going to have as your cheat? What are you going to have after the competition? You don't even want to eat anything fattening after the competition. <laughs> I wanted to have like a, a, a chicken salad with pecans and, and apple slices. Like I wanted something healthy because you, it just, you change with the time. You, you, you learn that that's your life. That's, that's what you do. You know, that's why I tell everybody, just start it. Do it. Trust the process. It works. You're going to get motivated and you're just, you're going to get sucked in. You're going to get sucked in and you're going to like it. You yeah. That, so the, the day I knew that I was like, I made it like, this is like getting to be successful was like, I was like, man, I would really like to have some broccoli right now. Then I was like, <laughs> I've never said that in my entire life. Like I, I literally like didn't eat any vegetables before this. And now like I'm saying I want broccoli, like I've made it, uh, you know, I'm at the pinnacle here. Yes. Yes. I'm like, I, <laughs> I go to restaurants and I'm like, you guys want broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> and you see sweet potato fries and French fries. And I'm like, you don't have broccoli or like regular baked potato. How is that possible? <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because like, I mean, our like culture in general, it's not really set up for you to be 
um, successful on your weight loss journey. Like you have to kind of go out of the way to, you know, make a lot of those things happen. Like it's hard, you know, it's kind of hard to go to McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever and get something super healthy for you. Even like salads and stuff there come with like, you know, your dressings are like 200 plus calories and it's, it's just full of, you know, there's a lot of junk on it, right? It's not like what you would make at home. Yeah. It, it, it's really hard. That, that was the hardest, that was the hardest thing. Um, the eating, eating the, at the fast food restaurants, like what, what do you do? What do you order? I mean, all I would do is just order the chicken, eat the chicken, eat the chicken, eat the salad. And I wouldn't even put the dressing. Sometimes I just eat it dry like that because once you put the dressing, I might as well just order the Big Mac. Yeah. Okay. So one thing uh, also that I also wanted to ask you about before I forgot is a lot of people, you know, look more people, I think than not look this stuff on up on YouTube and on to the internet, you know, the wealth of knowledge that's on the internet. But, you know, I noticed that you have a trainer and it seems like that was a big part of your journey or at least some part of your journey. What made you go that route with the trainer instead of, you know, just kind of trying to wing it like a lot of people do. So, um, the reason I went with him, um, I don't know if, where you're at. There's a, a franchise called nine rounds. Okay. It's one of those, uh, kickboxing 30 minute, uh, you know, circuit training type trainings. When I hit a plateau that I wouldn't drop anymore, I, I was told by my nutritionist, listen, um, you need to start lifting weights. And I didn't want to lift weights because of the same problem of, I need to see the scale drop. I want to see the scale drop. I had that in my head the whole time. So that was preventing me from lifting weights. So once I saw that I, two months would go by, three months would go by, and I didn't lose any weight, then I started freaking out and I said, okay, let me work out. So I thought, okay, if I go to any gym, I'm going to end up paying hundreds of dollars for a trainer. But in nine round, you would pay your membership and it included a trainer. So I'm like, hold on. I could do cardio. I could do my weights. There's a trainer to show you to do everything you need to do. Let me just go there. I paid my 90 bucks a month and I was done. I mean, I'm out in 30 minutes. I'm super happy. I'm sweating like crazy. I do the weights. And um, it just happened to me that the owner of that nine round is a, he's a professional bodybuilder. Okay. And um, as soon as I found out about this whole transformation competition, he was the guy that I said, Hey, you know, would you train me for one of these shows? He's like, do they even exist? Because he would do the regular bodybuilding shows. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, look, this exists. I mean, it's, it's not here in Miami, but they have it in Orlando. They have it in New York. They have it all over the place. And he said, okay, are you sure you want to do this? And I'm like, I'm, I'm sure I want to do this. He's like, I'm not going to call you if you don't come. I'm not going to reimburse you if you don't come. So you better do this. And uh, I said, I'm not going to miss a day. And I started and I didn't miss one day, not one day. And neither did he. And um, COVID came around and the gyms were closed. And thank God he's the owner of his gym. So we would sneak into his gym. Well, again, it wasn't a full gym. So he'd get creative and we'd have to make up different, you know, different exercises and stuff like that to yeah. continue the, the, the process. And I would just, everyone was at home eating and <laughs> I was at nine rounds 
lifting weights every morning. Every morning. I started three times a week, then we changed it to four, and now we do five. You know, but we, we changed it because we had the competition in mind. But if I was just living a normal lifestyle with three times a week going to the gym, it was more than enough. Plus, what, with what you eat, you can get to where you need to go. Yeah, exactly correct, man. Yeah. All right. So um, the last question that I ask everybody is if you could give the listeners one simple piece of advice, one simple tip that they could implement like today in their journey um, and make them more successful, what would that be? Oh, let's see. One thing I, I, I mentioned it earlier on. Just to be, believe in yourself, be patient, okay? Um, you, no matter how, how obese you are, whatever, whatever physically, whatever physical problem you have, there's always a solution. Um, and, and, you know, just don't give up. Don't let obesity take over your life. Believe in yourself. You're worth gold. And you can do anything that you put your mind to. So just find that why. Use it as fuel and just start. Just go. Don't think about it. Don't wait till Monday. Don't wait till Tuesday. If you think it now, put on your shoes, walk around the block. If the gym is closed, walk around the block. If you don't have any weights, lift a chair in your house. Uh, get a gallon of water and lift that. There's always something that you can do. Don't give up. It is a long process, but it's doable. And if you trust in the system, trust the process, you're going to get there. And the results that you're going to get are the best. It's the best feeling you're going to get in your life. So I would say don't give up. Believe in yourself and have patience because it's, it's, it's a long ride. But when you get there, man, you hit the jackpot you hit the jackpot. Awesome, man. That is a, that's definitely a great tip. Before we get off here, I want to give you a chance to shout out your social medias, let everybody know where they can find you on the Instagram, YouTube, whole nine yards. All right. So if you're going to look in YouTube, it is fat free with JC on Facebook. It's the same fat free with JC. And on Instagram, it's at fat free dot JC. So any of you, I wanted to say one more thing. Any yep. of you guys who don't know what to do, I have videos there that you guys can use. They're for free. Um, I even did a video of me showing how to walk when you first start <laughs> because you'd be surprised how many people couldn't even walk. Um, I have videos of everything, how to get on a treadmill, how to walk around the neighborhood, how to do some weights, how to do, you know, progressively go. And uh, once I'm done with the competition, I'm going to be putting more content. I had to stop because of the intensity of the workouts for the, for the competition. The trainer was like, look, you need to focus more on your training. So, um, but once I'm done, I'll be putting workouts daily, home workouts and gym workouts for, for you guys to be able to succeed. Hey man, you're inspiring people. Keep it up. And you know, I just want to say thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your journey. Thank you, man. I appreciate you trusting in me and believing in me and 
and and and following and following me, man. That's it's huge. That means a lot. It means a lot to me. Yeah, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Again, huge thank you to JC for being on the show. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want more of this content, make sure you go to the Hungry for Success podcast uh, Instagram page. Hit that follow button. I'm going to actually try to start putting some of these interviews on YouTube. So make sure you go there and subscribe as well. Um, and as always, stay hungry, chase your goals, and we will see you next week.